We'll have much more on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, these accusations of sexual harassment, him denying it. Why aren't there any charges filed? We'll have a chance to kind of dig in with the lawyers and break it all down for you. So we'll have that tomorrow. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. In the meantime, lawful gun owners are dealing with the fact that David Chipman might be the guy to run the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. But this is a guy who, never mind working at the ATF at one time, is vehemently anti-gun, has referred to people who believe in utilizing an AR-15 as loons, and may have been involved or engaged in uh, racism. The allegations are out there, but only one guy is reporting it. Stephen Gutowski joins us right now from The Reload, The Reload, R-E-L-O-A-D, TheReload.com. And you take a look at the totality of mainstream media and even cable news outlets, and the only person really discussing what's been going on here with this very questionable and problematic nominee who is a threat to gun rights, as has been reported, is you, Stephen. So let's get into, let's start with this this allegation of racism. What is it Mm -hmm. that he supposedly said, and was this social media or was this in his work life? This is when he was working in the Detroit branch of the ATF, um, and there were a number of black agents there who had passed an assessment to uh, get a promotion. And apparently uh, the accusation is that Chipman thought too many black agents had passed the test and said that they must have cheated, which um, in turn caused a an agent to file a complaint against him with the Equal Employment Opportunity um, division which uh which he's confirmed that there are these there are two complaints against him um he's confirmed that durbin even confirmed that dick durbin senator the chairman of the senate judiciary committee he hasn't talked about the details of those complaints but this is what is alleged to be in one of them so this happened not once but twice where there were black agents who were on uh basically a list on on a promotions list and he was, as you you are told about this from a current ATF official, that David Chipman, who is in line uh, there, he's got been nominated to be to head up the ATF. He was surprised to see black people be on the promotion list. Yes, essentially that's what the that's what the claim is. Um, now these these complaints are sealed, so we don't have access to them. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, I think one of the key things next would be to see what see what's in the complaints right i mean verify what's in there it'd be be good to know the full story so now you have these these sealed complaints in any other situation one could see where people would demand that they were unsealed they would ask the nominee questions look at this allegation maybe after going through an entire hearing you'd come back for another week a la brett kavanaugh in his confirmation to the supreme court what's happening in this case well that's what uh republicans on the judiciary committee want right uh chairman has not passed out a committee yet there was a vote it was a tie vote with all Republicans voting against him and all the Democrats voting for him. So he's still under the purview of that committee. They could call a new hearing. That's what Republicans want. But uh, the chairman, Dick Durbin, sent a letter yesterday um, saying that he won't call a new hearing. Um, And he said the allegations against Chipman were baseless and that 
my publication is an anti-gun safety website and uh, you know, doesn't have credibility. He sort of implied that I uh, made up these sources, which is obviously <laughs> ridiculous, but uh, that's where it stands now. D- Durbin is not going to hold a new hearing. Stephen, did he mention you by name? Uh, no, but, <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, the Republicans mentioned my report by name in their letter, and he's responding to it, calling my website, my new publication, The Reload, uh, an anti-gun safety website. <laughs> Talking to Stephen Kotowski of The Reload, thereload.com. Now, a full disclosure. Uh, when you've been around this, uh, the, the conservative movement, and you've come up as a, as a blogger and a, and a podcaster and a radio host, you meet people. And I have known Stephen for, I don't know if it's been a decade, might be a little less than a decade, at least in terms of knowing who we are. I wouldn't say we're long-lost friends or anything like that, but if we saw each other in a bar, we'd have a beer together. I, I think that goes w- w- without question. That's an interesting thing to got to hear, that you, you've been able to break a story because you're the only person talking about a story, and to have the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee say, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy's just a, just a, a zealot and he can't be trusted. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. So, so how, have you responded to this? Did you respond to uh, Senator Durbin at all? Have you responded to Senate Republicans? Has anybody asked for your thoughts or, how you, or, or any other information? Uh, they haven't asked. They haven't asked me. And Durbin has not uh, responded to my request for comment. Obviously, I reached out, like a you know a journalist would, to to get his take on the the call for new hearings. He didn't respond to that, and then I've asked why. You know, in his letter, he confirms the existence of these complaints again, um, but then says that you know the allegations of racism are baseless. But he doesn't say that he wants the complaints to be released. So I, uh, you know, I reached out to his office and asked him why that is, uh, and he hasn't responded to that either. So now let's get into David Chipman himself. Uh, it's weird that a guy who was part of the ATF would be such an anti-gun zealot, but he has a history with uh, the Giffords and, and their anti-gun charge. Give us a, a, a basics of how he sees firearms, how he sees the Second Amendment, and the problems that people see if he were to head up ATF. Yeah, well, essentially, um, you know, David Chipman has been a paid gun control activist ever since he left the ATF about a decade ago. Uh, he's worked for – he currently still works for Gifford's gun control group. Um, and and so he's made a series of uh, public statements calling for new restrictions on gun ownership, including, you know, uh, bans on the AR-15 and other firearms. He's made controversial statements that you've – mentioned earlier insulting gun owners uh repeatedly and and so there's there's a concern inside the atf you know beyond these allegations of racist comments that chipman's history of gun control advocacy would actually be detrimental to their uh, ability to do their job as one current atf agent told me because the 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 industry actually works hand in hand uh, oftentimes with the atf in situations where people are, you know, uh, running guns or, or making or selling guns illegally, you know, th- those sorts of situations, they actually work together quite often, and that's how the ATF gets tips to make cases. So putting somebody who's uh, been so adversarial towards the, the industry in a position of running the agency could have a really detrimental effect on 
how your average field agent does his actual job. And and that's and that's really an interesting distinction. It's it's not just being adversarial uh, towards uh, whether he thinks people should be able to have an AR-15. It's the very industry that he would like to break up or, or destroy or ruin. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Like that, these guys are concerned, and I actually have a new. Uh, story coming shortly over the reload that, that with more ATF agents expressing the same concern about how his public stance against the firearms industry could be detrimental towards their ability to work with gun dealers that they need to make cases against gun traffickers, right? The people that most people agree shouldn't, uh, you know, be able to have guns, convicted felons, people like that. Stephen Kotowski, The Reload, thereload.com. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you spending the, the moment with us. We will keep up on the story and up uh, on what you're reporting at thereload.com. Stephen, uh, thank you. And I'll have more tomorrow on uh, this um, shooting event outside the Pentagon near uh, a metro station. Uh, the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was not in the building at the time. The, that lockdown has, has come and gone. It's already been been lifted as to what took place uh, there. Uh, also, uh, dear Lord, the, the, the amount of information regarding uh, Cuomo. Dear Lord, I mean, uh, there's just there's a lot to get to. I'll have a chance. I will get through everything, and we will dig into it uh, tomorrow. In the meantime... You've got the mayor of New York who's like, wait a second. Andrew Cuomo can't be the worst guy in New York. What about me? Uh, He's going down the line of being just flat out sinister. And going down the line of France and saying, you know what we need? We need a a, a vaccine passport. I've got that story. And for those people wondering whether uh, Gwen Berry in the hammer throw, she was gonna, she doesn't want to stand for the national anthem, she finds it insulting and rude. Yeah, she did not medal. She did not medal in the hammer throw. So she's not going to have to suffer through the national anthem. So, you know, it, I guess it worked out for everybody. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter at Tony Katz. Everything at TonyCats.com, and this is Tony Katz Today.